Yes, welcome to the NBA panel. I'm your host, John Weatherstone. Today, I'm honored to be joined by Connecticut Sun President Jennifer Rosati. Jen, what's going on? Hi, how you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for talking about your busy schedule. It's a hectic time for you right now. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. It's definitely a busy time of the year, but good busy, right? Definitely, definitely. Congratulations on the Sun being in the playoffs. They're a favorite. Um, they have a great game coming up tomorrow night when they take off, but with the, with the um, TNA Highlands, where they pull it off. Yes, I'm excited about um, them being in the playoffs. We've got a big game at Dallas tomorrow night yes. to advance to the semifinals. So hopefully we can get the work, job done. We've had a great season, so we want to keep it going. Definitely have. You definitely have. And you know all about um, what it takes to win in the WNBA and in college. Um, take us back a little bit before we go forward. Um, how was the time playing at UConn? I love playing at UConn. You know, back back when I decided to go there, it wasn't quite, um, you know, what it is today. Um, right. But it still had, um, you know, the potential to be be great and to be excellent. And I, I really believed in the vision that they had. And, right. um, you know, for me as a point guard, I learned a lot as a leader that really set the tone for, you know, the rest of my career as a professional player, as a basketball coach, and now as a president of a WNBA team, um, there's so many, so many lessons that I learned throughout my career at UConn that have, uh, you know, n- I never knew, but I know now have definitely helped shape me as a leader. Yes, your whole career has been in a, in a winning culture. Congratulations on all you've accomplished so far. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Definitely. Um, how's the plan for Coach Zeno, the legendary Coach Zeno? How's the plan for him? What do you learn from him? It's great. He, um, you know, he knows how to get the most out of his players, and he knows how to push the right buttons to to really motivate to us to be the best that we can. Um, you know, he, he very much emphasizes doing things the right way. So it's right. not just about winning, but it's about, you know, winning with integrity and playing the game the right way with sportsmanship and effort and togetherness and unselfishness. So, again, just a lot of intangible qualities that, you know, we all learn playing for him. Um right you know, that kind of helped shape us as people and women and mothers. So it wasn't just about our careers as basketball players, but it had a really big impact on our lives. Yes, I'm sure it has. Um, every player in the position, the position you were in, James of playing personally, take us back to your um, your WME draft experience. What was going through your mind? <laughs> well, it's funny. At the time um, that I got drafted, it was right – as the league that I was playing in, the American Basketball League, was folding. So it was a little bit bittersweet. You know, I I committed to playing in the ABL and played two and a half great successful seasons. Um, you know, got to play in Hartford, you know, where I was from. And, and when the league folded, it was, it was tough. It was emotional. It was, um, you know, very sudden and shocking. Um, and so to have another professional league starting – three months later, their season starting three months later, it was also a blessing that we all had a place to go. So, you know, it was a little bit different because that year it was a draft for college players and all right. the, the the ABL players. So it was this big, you know, group of players that were looking to get into the WNBA um, in its third season. So it was a little bit nail-biting, and I was fortunate enough to get drafted by the Houston Comets. And so I knew I was going – to a championship, uh, you know, organization, and it was definitely right. really exciting for me. Um, two-time WBA champion. Tell us about that experience, please. 
Well, I mean, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than finishing a season as the winner, right? Like it's what right. we all dream about and it's what we all work for and only one team gets to celebrate and cut down the nets and hold up the trophies. So it's right. just a really exciting experience, you know, got to play with some of the greats in the WNBA history and Cheryl yeah. Swoop, Tina Thompson, Cynthia Cooper and you know, really got to experience a fan a fan base that was like just loved us, right? Loved the W, loved the team that was supportive. Right. Um, it, it, with an expectation that we would win all the time, but still, you know, sold out arena every home game. And even when we went on the road, we were a draw. So it was just a right. great experience to be part of, of, of an organization that was that successful and to be around players that were that good and to and to learn how to win a different way. It was very different than my experience at UConn. So very fortunate. Also was coaching at the same time, so it helped shape right. a lot of my coaching philosophy. Um, right. So I really was like learning – you know, co- the coaching profession while I was playing basketball. So it was a pretty neat experience. You guys helped pave the way, pave the way for the current WNBA, which is flourishing right now and continuing to grow. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, what your time coaching, um, what did you take away most from coaching and how did it help you transition? How, how did your playing experience help you mm-hmm. transition into coaching? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I as a point guard, I always kind of had to be the leader on the floor. So okay. I felt like the transition to coaching was pretty easy for me because I was always the coach on the floor as a player. Um, but, you know, when you play, you have a lot more, you know, I would say you, you really feel like you, you can contribute a lot more to the winning and the losing of a basketball game, right? When you coach, right. your 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 mind shifts now to how do I motivate someone else you know, to be responsible for us winning. And that's very different. It's, at times when I was young, it was very frustrating. I didn't have a lot of patience. Um, but I learned, you know, like, you know, through my experience of playing for Gino and so, even some of my experiences in the pros, I learned how to talk to players. I learned how to build relationships. Um, and I knew that, that if I could be relationship-driven, that I would be successful as a coach because players would want to play for me and they'd want to go hard for me and, they would right. want to make me proud. And so I think I learned a lot as a player of, of good and bad, from good coaches to bad coaches of what not to do, what to do. Um, but it all boiled down to my relationships with my players and making sure I was honest with them, that right. I was a good communicator, um, and that they, if they knew that I cared about them as people, that I would be able to pretty much say and do what I needed to do to motivate them. And so I learned a lot because of my playing experience um, when, when, I, when I transitioned to being a coach. Yes, we all know Coach has a big influence on those players, as you yes. said, want to play for them and come to the team. A huge factor. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Um, your Women's Basketball Hall of Fame induction, congratulations on that. And Thanks. tell us about that experience when you got the call. Yeah, you know, it was pretty amazing. It's You know, you think about all the different – you know, individual accomplishments you have in your life and how you found out about them or how you achieve them. And, and for me to get that call from, you know, somebody that I was close to, was it was a really special experience. I would say it was comparable to when they called to ask me to be um, one of the assistant coaches for the Olympic team. You just feel like everything that you had worked for in your life, like came down to getting, you know, being able to achieve that accomplishment, all the people that you coached and coached with that helped you be successful. You felt an enormous amount of gratitude. So I just thought about the people that 
helped me along the way get to that moment where I was getting a call about being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I just felt so fortunate um, and so just so blessed that I had so many people that contributed to my success and that I was actually going to be able to share that experience with them, my family, my former players, my former colleagues, that so many of them were going to be able to come and celebrate that moment with me. Yes. Um, I always say one of my best um, coverage I've ever done was covering Team USA basketball. I still think it's one of the biggest honors I've ever had to do so far yeah. and what right now. I wasn't for you. You were, were a coach. I mean, I was just media. I'm sure for yeah. you it was more for you. <laughs> you were hands-on and just yeah. in the country. Like, it was awesome. You know, obviously, you know, you, you get to be around the best players in the yeah. world, what they do. So that in itself is amazing. Yeah. Um, but then to be around the the coaches that I was with and I could learn from and, um, you know, Dawn Staley and Cheryl Reeve and, and Dan Hughes this last go around and then Gino the, the time before that, you right. know, you're around the best coaches in, in the world at what they do. So um, you just, you feel a, a, a big, a strong sense of responsibility. And I'm sure you felt that covering the Olympics that like, you don't want to let anybody down, right? You want to do right job that you can do because so many people are counting on you. And so I looked at these women and I thought there was no way that I was going to leave a stone unturned when it came to my scouts, right? I was going to make sure that they were prepared and I was going to rebound for every player that wanted me to rebound for them, you know, for as long as they wanted me to rebound for them to make sure they felt ready for the game. And I was, you know, going to make sure that I was a great resource to them on the bench and that I made good suggestions or I helped motivate them to play their best. And so I know I only had a small role in the the Olympic gold medal, but I I feel proud that I had a role in it at all. Yes. Um, You joined a great organization with the Sun. Um, Tell us about your time as team president. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. I started, um, you know, a little over a year ago back in last April when the season started. So this is really my first, I would say, full year of being in the WNBA in this capacity. Uh, And it's been wonderful. I think I was really excited about coming back to the W after 20-something years, um, you know, because I was proud of what the league has become. I was not only proud of the product that they put on the floor, but I was proud of the the women that like represent the league and stand for what's right and you know are 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 representative of all that is good right in our country and right. um, using they use their platforms to make a difference and I felt like this was the time that you want to be part of the WNBA and so I was excited to come back to the league obviously excited to be part of the Connecticut Sun organization that already had um, so much success on the floor and yes. you know back to my home state. And just being able to make an impact, right, as as somebody that's recognizable, that could get people to rally and be excited about yeah. our team and make sure that they get the attention that they deserve and support our players and our coaches in a way that they deserve to be supported. So I've loved my role. I've loved what I, I love what I'm doing, and I'm I'm just really excited to to continue on with this organization. Yes, the Connecticut Connecticut Sun is having a great season this year. It's in its third in the league. Um, tell us about the home court the Connecticut Sun have. I haven't made it down, down, down there <laughs> to cover a game, but how is it? How, tell us about the home court advantage you guys have. Yeah. Well, I mean, we play at the Mohegan Sun Arena, so we've got a great location that's easy to get to, and, you know, we average, you know, about 6,000 fans a game, and right. it's, it's a great size arena, so it's really loud. 
Um, we have passionate, we have a passionate fan base that loves our team and, you know, just is really loyal to the, you know, the Connecticut players. Um, obviously, the state of Connecticut is a great women's basketball state. So they're educated fans that really understand the game, that they appreciate our teams, but they also appreciate the teams that come in and play against us. So it's really an ideal situation. And um, we, we've been one of the most successful teams in the league um, at home, our yes. home court record is so good um it's and it's because of our fans and we're just really excited that you know we've got such a passionate fan base yes culture is another reason players want to go to organization because that's a great culture you guys have at at the connecticut sun yeah well you know i think kurt miller our head coach is really you know has has taken strides to really build the locker room the right way right? right so players that care about each other, players that care about winning the right way, that, um, you know, are really driven to uh, play for each other. And so, um, you know, we've had great culture. We've had players that really enjoy playing with each other. We've had players leave and then want to come back because they wow. miss what it's like to play um, for what they call their sisters, right? So whenever you whenever right. you build um, an organization that feels like a family, then you've done something right, and, and Kurt has certainly built an organization that's like a family. When you return to the W, um, what was the biggest thing you noticed? Like what caused uh, like the speed of the game? What's one of the biggest things you noticed? Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, I would sit <laughs> courtside and, and think to myself, oh, I couldn't even play with these women anymore. You know, they're, they're strong, they're fast, they're so talented, the things that they can do. The, the level that you have to, of talent that you have to have to play in the league right now is so high. And that's indicative when you look at how many players can't even make the league, how many great players are not right. even in the league. It's because it's so good and so competitive. These women are taking care of themselves and their bodies at such a high level that they can play for longer. So it's, it's great if we can get some, some extra teams and expand soon because it's just so impressive to watch these women up close and see how talented and special they are. Yes, as you alluded to, they need, they need, they need, they do need to expand the dub because, as we, as we know, players get cut and the league is so good, there's no room yeah. for them. And they yeah. can throw on other teams at the world's expansion. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, upcoming Hall of Famous Rhonda at Lahegan Sun has a great class come in, class of 22. Yeah. Examples of um, Ginobili, um, Tim Hardaway, George Carl, Swim, Swim Cash. I have a great class come in this year. And Lahegan yeah. Sun is right in the forefront again. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited. You know, obviously it's, it's a great class in itself. Players yeah. that I grew up watching as a basketball player, coaches that I, I grew up watching as, as a basketball player or as a coach that I grew up admiring. And then you've got our two WNBA players, right, Swin Cash and Lindsey Whalen. Yeah. And he was a former Connecticut Sun basketball player. So we're really excited um, about this class and Marianne Stanley who coached in the league for so long and has been a big part of the women's game. So, you know, they'll have um, some uh, a, a session here at the Mohegan Sun on Friday, September 9th. They do right. an autograph session, they do a press conference, and then they have a nice tip-off celebration and awards gala here on Friday the, the 9th before they do their um, ceremony on the 10th up at the Hall of Fame. So we're just fortunate to be a part of that weekend you know we're excited to welcome people right. to Mohegan Sun and be a part um, of everything that we're doing and see our arena and see the sports book that we have and all the different property enhancements that we've made so it's an exciting time for the the property um, but uh, I think it's even more exciting to be able to celebrate some of the greats in our game.
Definitely. And Mohegan Sun has has done a great job partnering with the NBA for all yeah. for the Swamit weekends. Always, always have. Always have. Yes. Yeah, it's been a big part. I know even during COVID, we've had to step up even more so because of the space here. But, I mean, last year I went, I got to watch the inductees, you know, put on their, uh, you know, they get their Hall of Fame jackets. Jackets, yeah. They get their rings, right? And it's a nice dinner with music and uh, live music and dinner and, you know, some some Lifetime Achievement Award presentations. And so it's a really, really nice event that they put on here at the Mohegan Sun. If people want to go, they can buy tickets at hoopall.com. Pretty easy to remember, right. hoopall.com. But, yeah, we definitely love to invite people here to be a part of that and um, obviously celebrate all of all of this year's inductees. Yes, Mohegan Sun is a beautiful establishment, beautiful establishment. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, Jen, thank you so much for joining me. Always, a, it was a pleasure. I'll definitely reach out to talk to you again after the WNBA playoffs. See if I can catch you again. Thank you so much All for right. your time. Thank you so much. Take care. Yes, sir, you too. All right. Bye. All right. Yes, that was Connecticut Sun President Jen Rosati. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time.